Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about holiday traditions. Welcome to the 4th of July. Happy holiday. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this edition of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I am going to wish you a happy 4th of July. In this global community, some of you may be saying, what's that? It's the United States Independence Day, and today we mark our 243rd birthday of our country. So happy birthday, United States. For those of you who are outside, just happy 4th of July. Enjoy your day. It's Thursday, and uh, you're one day away from Friday, which is most people's favorite day of the week. So anyway, the reason I wanted to talk about today is we all have traditions, and I think I'm going to do a little series moving forward about uh, daily traditions that we create in the family. Uh, weekly traditions will be another episode. Uh, monthly traditions and even those yearly traditions, and you guys could think of some of those things like what you do for a uh, for birthdays what you do for vacations, uh, particular family members you may visit, uh, that it just becomes tradition that at that time of year you go and do that particular thing. Maybe it's just a, a monument or, or a destination that you go to. But for today's episode, because it is a holiday, what is it that you do traditionally on this day? So, parents, when we first started dating our significant other, we everything was hunky dory. We were, uh, you know, on our best behavior. We loved everything the other person did. The differences they had, we sat there and thought, "Wow, you do that this way? Oh, for Fourth of July, you like to go to the beach? Yeah, I've never been to the beach on Fourth of July. Watch the fireworks over the ocean. That would be awesome." those differences we embraced then this beautiful thing came into our life and it was called a child and we were both raised very different ways are you guys following me right now and as you're raised different ways you you treat different things differently uh, you celebrate things differently but more importantly you want to raise your child with your values why? Because that's what you know. There's nothing wrong with that. So it took a little time. Like that first year, that first Christmas when the baby is just an infant, it's kind of like my opinion was like, well, well, let's get him a box. Like what? he's never going to remember this. And her, she was like, oh, no, it's his first Christmas. He needs all this stuff. Like, okay, I guess. You, and Christmas was always big in my family. So I was like, all right, that's what we do. And as he got older, it was like less and less stuff. She was like, well, he only gets three presents from Santa. I said, three presents from Santa? Like, 
did that take like one minute to open i used to get hundreds of presents from santa i didn't get nothing the rest of the year but christmas was big in my family and then thanksgiving and thanksgiving was always a big feast where we invited a lot of people and my wife she's like yeah we we ate like it wasn't that big a deal I was like, really? How do you not have a feast on Thanksgiving? But now, we brought that part of my tradition into our family. Uh, the first time I cooked a big meal, I think he was two, and we had some of her friends over. Uh, we were away from her family and my family. We had just bought a house out of state from them. And I said, invite as many people as you want. There's plenty of food. And she's like, like what do you mean? I said, I'm cooking all day. She had to work that day. I said, I'm cooking all day. And I started at like 8 o'clock in the morning. She had left at 6. By the time she got home at 6, there was, you know, five pies made and a turkey and a ham and like eight different trimmings. And, and she invited someone over who had brought some stuff also. And and, and one of the person who come was vegan. So I made a special vegan dish for them. And she walked in and she's like, the house smells amazing. And we sat around, had an amazing meal that took 12 hours to cook and laughed hysterically. And she goes, thank you for all this work. She goes, that was amazing. I think my friends really enjoyed that. And moving forward, it's funny because last year when the baby was only a, uh, not even a year old yet and thanksgiving came around I was, I was like oh let's just order some tv dinners let's order from a, a local chicken place and pretend like it's turkey and she says oh no we're having a turkey and, and the woman who went from ah, it's not that big a deal was i need my traditional thanksgiving dinner on thanksgiving i don't care how tired we are as the baby was I think just about to start sleeping September to October, October. No, he wasn't even sleeping through the night. He was only two months old. And I had to cook a full-fledged Thanksgiving dinner with a two-month-old uh, and being completely exhausted. Um, but I did it because that's our tradition. I thought I'd get away with not doing it, but that's our tradition. So let's bring us to 4th of July. What's your tradition? So I, I grew up in... Uh, I was born in Connecticut. We used to go and, and watch the fireworks every year. And then when we moved to South Florida when I was a young lad, um, it was we would go to the beach. The bridges, there was drawbridges. The drawbridges would go up at a certain time so nobody else could get onto the beach and nobody could get off of the beach, right, to not overcrowd the beach. And we used to just watch the fireworks and we would put sparklers around our blanket on the beach. And it would be my job from a young age, probably 8, 9, 10, 11, just probably the years that we did this. My mom would buy boxes and boxes and boxes of sparklers. And it was my job to keep the ones, I'd be on the blanket and I'd have to keep the whole perimeter lit as long as we had sparklers. Which sparklers go pretty quick so it just amazes me that we would go for hours uh, with those sparklers going and, and that was our tradition and we would watch the fireworks these amazing beautiful colorful fireworks burst over the ocean so you didn't just see it in the sky you got to see it reflect and shimmy off the ocean it was amazing and those are my earliest memories of celebrating this great country 
See, my mom is also a uh, very much patriotic, and she always, I remember driving down the street, and we would count flags, and she was like, how many American flags do you see? How many stars are on a flag? How many stripes are on a flag? We got to honor this country. It's given us such amazing opportunity. It's the best country in the land. She would go on and on. So to celebrate its birthday always meant something. So we moved to Georgia. I don't really remember what we did for 4th of July's and it finally got old enough where my son was about four and I said, let's let's go to downtown. Let's see a good fireworks display. And she's like, I don't like crowds. And I said, well, okay, well, we'll go someplace where there's not much of a crowd. There's crowds everywhere. It's 4th of July. It's crazy. We could go watch fireworks any day of the week. And I said, well, it's not necessarily about the fireworks. And for me, I wanted to instill the value of this amazing country into my son. I wanted to say the same things my mom said. How many stars? How many years? How old is this country this year? What is What are some of the traditions? And I wanted to celebrate it with a bunch of other patriotic Americans. And then it came to find out that it wasn't just the crowd she didn't like. She didn't like the loud sounds. And as a matter of fact, as a young child, she got burnt by a firework that fell on her arm. And she has, uh, understandably so, a fear or a phobia around that. So we don't really go out and watch fireworks. Uh, they're all over the place. We hear them blowing up around the neighborhood. We have gone in with some friends at a great distance like in an open field to watch other fireworks but we're never close to them and i'm fine with that but it's interesting how i've adapted to her way of celebrating fourth of july which we'll still grill out we still have hot dogs hamburgers steaks seafood whatever we do it up on the grill we typically have a couple friends over or we go to somebody else's little party but by the time the fireworks come we try to lay low we're usually in-house kids are in bed and uh we miss that part of the journey um and that's okay as a matter of fact just last year now i think about it and 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 we got invited just down the road to somebody who does fireworks locally uh from their home and they're like we have a pretty good display it's better than any city he goes and because you're so close up uh, yesterday, last year we we were in the middle of our cul-de-sac and some homes had amazing displays and we just watched at the top of our cul-de-sac as we got a little bit of fireworks for him to light for himself for the first time. So it's it's interesting how I've adapted to her 4th of July. She has adapted to my Thanksgiving. We have adapted to each other's and met somewhere in the middle on Christmas uh, I've adapted to her Easter tradition, and it's all because at the end of the day, parents, look, I don't know jack about parenting, but relationships in general require a great deal of compromise in order for them to be successful. And maybe for me, Thanksgiving was like a no-brainer like we gotta eat a big meal we have to cook a big meal we have to have people over and and there has to be football on in the background i never watch it too busy cooking but there has to be football on in the background it's just it's just tradition what's your tradition and if you don't necessarily have one create one for your family because these memories will last a lifetime 
I just shared with somebody on a phone call before I started recording this about my childhood. And I don't know how the conversation came up, but I basically said, uh, oh, he asked me if uh, my son would go, uh, we were going to go for a run. And I said, I, I have kid duty this week, so he's not in any camps or anything. And he said, uh, well, can you ride his bike? And then I, I just, we, we had a dialogue around that. I said, you know, it's a shame that we just can't let my son out to ride his bike and roam free the way I did and the way he did as a child. Because it's a different day and age. But I literally only remember as a young child being outside playing. I don't remember meals around the table. I don't remember getting in trouble. I don't remember. I, I don't remember those cold winters where I was stuck in the house. I don't remember them. I remember my summers where I was able to roam free. I remember those holidays and those traditions that started as way back as I can remember at Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and Fourth of July and Halloween. Like I just, I remember being Irish. I remember St. Patrick's Day, my mom making a big, huge pot of corned beef and cabbage. Like it's yesterday. I could smell it now that I'm thinking of it. What are the traditions around the holidays that your family is going to create? We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.